to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Oh, great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Aim for the highest timeline. I was recently interviewed within Lisa Hillier's Phoenix Rising podcast, And as we were speaking about the future, I mentioned that I am an eternal optimist. We are in a time now as we're on the precipice of Sagittarius season, integrating the Samhain eclipse portal, and truly, truly integrating all of the astrology we have experienced in 2022, this year of the water tiger, this year of fire, of the ancestral realm, this year of the lovers, this year of Hyros Gamos. In our integration process, we are being asked to look at what the eclipses have brought us, what the eclipses have taken away from us, what the eclipses have inspired us as far as as we consider our future, as we consider multiple timelines, what is the highest timeline? And for each one of us, the answer to that question is going to be very, very different. 
I found that the days after the total lunar eclipse in Taurus, which was conjunct the North Node and Uranus in Taurus, that the the days leaving that eclipse have been very intense for many people. Lots of accidents and challenges and things happening that were just unpredictable and unexpected. And I would say, yes, of course, this makes sense with Uranus and Taurus. And as it is still in that conjunction with the North Node and Taurus, and that that lunar eclipse will continue to pull things out of our lives that are no longer working, no longer serving us, especially, especially as we look at our value system. I was just glancing at Instagram before I started recording this podcast, and I saw a meme that said, if you want to leave the matrix, begin to create a life doing the work that you love. And I could not more wholeheartedly agree that we are in a time where doing the things that we love, that bring us passion and joy, and that light us up are so essential to our mental health, our emotional health, our spiritual health, and therefore our planetary health and expansion. One of the greatest ways we can be of service in these times is to do our own internal deep inner work and to bring our passions to the surface. And this is absolutely a journey because There are many people on the planet who still do not know what brings them passion and what brings them joy. And so if you find you're one of those people, I would just say, lean into that more, see that, know that, be willing to dance with that. And just claiming that honesty opens up a path of such greater potential for what wishes to come forth for you in these times. Now, this year of Hieroscamos has been pulling on so many of us in a very particular way to really claim our medicine in this year, meaning to feel our power, to align with our divine feminine and our divine masculine from deep within, that yin, that yang, that black, that white, that gold, that silver, those contradictory points of polarity that bring in this dynamic, harmonious, unity consciousness. And in this year of Hieroscamos, it has been a year of great awakening for so many people great awakening in the sense where it's like a whole other layer has been pulled off of our psyches, our collective psyche and our individual psyches. And today, as I'm recording this on Venus Day, the 18th of November, Friday, the sun is sextile Pluto. So we have the sun in Scorpio making this harmonious aspect to Pluto retrograde, or sorry, Pluto is direct, but Pluto is in those tail end degrees of Capricorn. And as Pluto is culminating this part of the Capricornian journey, because in March, 
2023, Pluto will be shifting into Aquarius. And then later on in 2023, Pluto will once more retrograde back into Capricorn. But beginning in 2023, we're beginning to experience Pluto in an air sign for the first time in many, many, many years. And this transition from Capricorn to Aquarius, we are going to feel it so palpably in our technological experience as humans in these bodies. And this is going to prepare us for the great changes that are coming in 2024, 2025, 2026. There's a lot of rapid fire kind of transformations that we'll be experiencing astrologically, which will affect us on a collective level. And ultimately, it's all very, very exciting. And what I can say for now, that is the most key and the most important. And as I say this, I want you to know I'm also speaking to myself in the sense that these are suggestions that I too need to hear in this human form as well. And that is to consciously ground and anchor every day and to have practices in place that help you to center your nervous system. For each one of us to be fully aligned and harmoniously moving along with our nervous system consciously over the course of the next five years is going to be essential for health. And there are so many beautiful practices out there. There's breath work, there's mantra, there's yogic practices, body, asana, walking, um, yoga nidra, there's a prayer. I mean, there's so many things we can do to regulate our nervous systems. And I would say we're in a time where um, coming at the nervous system from different angles, meaning, you know, going in through a more metaphysical way and a more emotional way and a physical way, like we really want to get into the nervous system in different capacities. So this week, we have interesting astrology, which is helping us to integrate the Samhain eclipse portals I already mentioned, and also we could say the astrology of 2022 as a whole. Now on Saturday, the 19th of November, we have the moon shifting into Libra. So there is this harmonious aspect that is seeking to be woven um, through our emotions and how we're coming to our relationships and what we love and what we value is going to be really important. And simultaneously, we have Mars squaring Neptune. Now, Mars is retrograde in Gemini and will be until the middle of January. And as Mars is squaring Neptune, energy can feel a little funky on Saturday. There can be tension. There can be a sensation of that which you're trying to achieve, the the dream, the distance you're going forth. It just feels out of reach. Maybe it even feels 
like it only lives in the realm of the imagination and it's totally unattainable in the physical 3D form. So on Saturday, you might find yourself really questioning your own abilities, your own intuition. Um, Are you on point? Do you have clarity? You might feel a little extra confused. And so I would offer to you that this weekend, similar to last weekend, is a really profound time to be doing meditation and to be hiking out in nature, to take time to reflect. However, be gentle with yourself. And I would say this may not be the Saturday where you check a bunch of things off of your to-do list. It might be a Saturday that is better spent more in the dreamy, imaginative, creative realms. This is a great weekend to paint, to draw, to meditate, to sing, you know, to be in community in ways that feel very expansive. And that energy continues on Sunday as the sun trines Jupiter. And we have Jupiter, which is about to go direct later on next week. So Jupiter is like culminating its retrograde journey and trining the sun on Sunday. And therefore, there's a lot of kind of transmissions, psychic downloads you could receive on this day. It is a really beautiful day to continue in your spiritual work and your spiritual practice and divination. Um, On that day, Vesta also shifts into the sign of Pisces. And so our collective devotion is also going more into that mystical realm. Now, as we come to Monday and the moon shifts into Scorpio, emotions can feel very on edge. (laughs) We can feel almost kind of more of our shadowy, darker sides coming out into the light. And on this day, Mercury and Venus meet up. They marry at the tail end of, um, or sorry, at the beginning of Sagittarius energy as they both entered into Sagittarius this week that I'm recording on the 18th of November. So they shifted on Wednesday and Thursday into Sagittarius and they're really right now leading that Sagittarian energy as they're coming close to the great attractor. They're not quite aligned at the great attractor yet. When they marry, it's at roughly seven degrees Sagittarius. However, I just feel called to kind of thread in this great attractor frequency because I'd like to remind us all that the total solar eclipse in Sagittarius last December of 2021 was aligned with the great attractor. So as we come close to that point, which both Mercury and Venus will be coming close to that point within about a week, and then the sun will soon follow. We want to be aware of the energies that are getting stirred up collectively and within our own consciousness 
that perhaps can take us all the way back to last December and that eclipse, because eclipses thread through time and space. And so I bring this into your awareness so that you can be curious as to what is getting revisited. And perhaps it could even be some more shadowy elements of self that perhaps you thought, oh my gosh, I thought I dealt with that. I thought I moved beyond that. And it's just coming back to remind you of how far you've come. So on the 22nd of November, Tuesday, we have the sun shifting into Sagittarius and we come to the balsamic moon phase as the moon is at the tail end in Scorpio, getting ready to be birthed anew. Sagittarius season is such a beautiful time to really focus on your beliefs, to expand your consciousness, to connect with the law, with politics, government, medicine, to read, to travel through the mind, through journeys, to activate that explorer part of yourself. It is a time as well where we can get a little dogmatic and where we can become just almost insensitive to other people's opinions or beliefs or expressions. And so as many people will be gathering in the United States for Thanksgiving and other places around the world for other holidays, I think it's important to know that when we're in Sagittarius season, one of the greatest things we can do is really to stay conscious in the heart center and to be available to hear new perspectives and to be open and to be aware of how you might be coming across as arrogant or an authority and to just be sensitive to that because that can be that really strong shadow energy of Sagittarius. And that brings us to the new moon, which is on the 23rd of November. We have the new moon exact at 5.58. Actually, I have it exact at 5.57 p.m. That's Eastern Standard Time. And this new moon is definitely important because it is the new moon that comes after eclipse season. So it's like a reset button where we can draw forth everything we've experienced and learned and gained through the eclipse journey that I would say really began with Beltana back in the spring of this year. And to integrate to assimilate what has transpired. This is very, very key, very important. With this with this new moon, we have a lot of mutable energy, especially moving through the outer planets. Um, 
And the new moon is aligned at about two degrees Sagittarius. We've got Venus and Mercury both conjunct the new moon and one another. They're very close to each other. Venus and Mercury are only about a degree apart. So they're in this fiery, mutable, passionate frequency, and this is how we're communicating. It's what we're valuing right now on a collective level. Meanwhile, we are experiencing the Mars retrograde, and I've been hearing a lot of people speak about how it almost feels like Mercury's retrograde. And I would just like to remind you that Gemini rule is ruled by Mercury. And so this Mars retrograde is answering to mercurial fashions. So there is a sensation of feeling like communication could be misunderstood at this time. And I also think, and what I've been sharing since the Mars masterclass I offered in August is that this Mars retrograde gives us an opportunity to peel back the layers of the subconscious mind to see where the blocks are and where we are ready to remove blocks and to install new patterns of thinking, new outlooks, new ways of seeing the world. So this Mars retrograde Wherever you have roughly 8 to 28 degrees Gemini in your chart, that is the part that is really getting excavated. And I would say this is getting highlighted through the the Sagittarius lunar cycle. Also, when the new moon occurs just about 20 minutes later, We have Jupiter shifting direct at 6.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And this is really significant, especially if you have Jupiter in Pisces, because you are coming to the very end of your Jupiter return. And for those of you who have Jupiter in Aries, you're coming back into the energy of your Jupiter return. And you'll be experiencing that until about May of 2023 when Jupiter shifts into Taurus. When we experience the Jupiter return, it is a time, roughly about a year, of great expansion. You can experience a lot of growth, prosperity, new relationships, new opportunities coming forth. Jupiter returns are fantastic times of our lives. And it's a really good opportunity to magnetize your dreams so they can come forth. As Jupiter is culminating in Pisces, We are coming to the conclusion of the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction, which happened in April of this year. And with the astrology of the Sagittarius new moon, we are also beginning to really close out the Saturn-Uranus square. So there's definitely like a culmination that happens with the Sagittarius new moon that is helping us to culminate what we've experienced within 2022. 
And as this new moon is roughly at two degrees Sagittarius, you definitely want to check out that part of your chart because that's where you're having a massive rebirth with this lunar cycle. I encourage you to aim for the highest timeline to not only give gratitude for that which is working, but also to give gratitude for that which is coming. And with that, I also just want to share with you that I have decided to postpone Skywalker's until in bulk of 2023. So beginning with the first Wednesday in 2023, we will start the second cohort of Skywalkers. And instead of teaching this December, I'm going to be writing and working on my book that I began back in 2018. I will still be available for one-to-one divination sessions And I'm also going to be offering some events in person in Asheville, a number at West Asheville Yoga, including a cosmic elemental yoga series, and also a really beautiful winter solstice tea ceremony with my dear sister, Ashley. So check out the show notes for those events and I wish you all the best as we journey through this week and prepare for the Sagittarius new moon. May there be peace to the east, peace to the south, peace to the west, and peace to the north. Peace deep into the heart of Mother Earth, spiraling out through time and space and all the galaxies, and then threading right back into the center of your heart. And so it is, and so it is, and so it is. Dive in with me at earthseedtemplearts.com and you can follow me on Instagram at earthseedtemplearts. Thank you so much for sharing sacred space. My prayer is that we as individuals awaken to the reality that each one of us is a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in our authentic truth, we have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.